is episode 563 on the 7th of September 2022. Two wrestling companies and two huge main events for their men's world title over the past couple of days. And the question becomes which is which was a bigger pro wrestling match that is which, which was a bigger pro wrestling main event. I'm sure everyone would have been excited to see these four wrestlers compete for the respective championships. What were the results? We'll talk about them later. But the question becomes which was a bigger match. Remember, they are two different wrestling companies that is AEW and WWE. Though AEW has not become that popular in this part of the world because unlike WWE, it doesn't have the miles. But what it has made up for miles is the wrestlers they have recruited who have the miles over 10 to 15 years of experience, some of them even more than 40 to 45 years of experience. And the interesting thing is that most of the AEW wrestlers were former WWE wrestlers. So they have the experience. They left one company to become a part of another company, but that's not important right now. The important part is out of these two main events for the respective undisputed championships, which was a bigger match. The answer is it's too close to call because both the matches were close. Pinfall after pinfall, submission after submission. There was one slight difference as it often happens in the Roman Reigns match that there is always an outside interference enough to make sure that his opponent is distracted and he manages to win the championship that is retain the championship. And it's been going on for the past two years. The same template has been followed. We'll get into details on another day. Whereas looking at the CM Punk Sean Moxley match, it was a hard hitting affair, so much so that there was literally blood all over the wrestling mat in the squared circle. They fought pinfalls, every move that was tried by both the individuals. Eventually, CM Punk goes on to win the championship. He had won it, then he relinquished it injuries as it often happens that if you're injured you have to relinquish the championship John Moxley goes on to become the interim championship then he challenges CM Punk to unify both the championships and CM Punk who had technically never lost the championship goes on to win it and that's the whole thing so all four are well known names in the world of professional wrestling with over 20 years of experience in this particular domain. Both, to both the companies follow different narratives, different techniques of marketing in their respective matches. They were both part of big pay-per-view events. And then how the rivalry was created, how 
situation was created that both the wrestlers said they did not like the other wrestler that there was animosity between the both there was strong rivalry between the both either of them means that when they finally met for the main event to challenge each other and win the respective championship it meant that more and more individuals were interested to see it as i was and then the storyline the timeline of the rivalry how it began how john moxley and cm punk came for a championship match how mcintyre won a match of the number one contender how over four weeks mcintyre had to contend with the entire faction as the roman reigns faction in almost all the bloodline he had to contend it with on regular programming he had to contend it with on the pay-per-view event and this template has been followed for the past two years Whoever challenges Roman Reigns next, they will be aware that Roman Reigns has a set template. He has his bloodline. Now they've added another individual to the bloodline. So there are at least four members of bloodline with Paul Heyman and one more individual who is part of that faction. But once upon a time, all four of them were in the same company until three years ago, before they left to be a part of other companies. But it would be a dream match, and this would only happen in a video game scenario if Wayne took on CM Punk for the for a match which showed. Which championship, whether the WWE Universal Undisputed Championship or the AEW Undisputed Championship, which is a bigger one, which is the bigger wrestling prize in history? It's difficult to say. They are different companies, following different narratives. They were all part of the same company once upon a time, but that was once upon a time. That's in the history. They were also born past it. That's how things work in the world of professional wrestling. But if you ever played a video game, CM Punk vs. Roman Reigns would be a dream match only at the video game level and not beyond it because that's how things work in this particular profession. But moving on to another jump, another. Championship that is the Asian Champions Trophy. Of course, after last night's affair, where a certain team lost, we were expected to steamroll over other teams, win the championship, and then get themselves ready for the main event, that is the T20 World Championship. But to lose two matches and everyone questions your tactics. Were the 17 selected for this particular tournament the right 17? Did we have the right mix of fast bowlers, spinners, all-rounders? Why certain people were not selected? And what's wrong with the middle order? Why are numbers four to seven not 
has ego taken over and the top three who follow a similar template well i can give you a lot of examples but i'm not going there because there's no point talking about yes two close matches final ball loss and one can say that in both the matches in one match india scored 180 in the other match india scored around 175 and yet the question is were they 50 to 21 short but you're always 50 to 21 short in this situation when you lose the match the moment you lose the match you are always 15 to 21 short so what were the errors well the pseudo experts came together because they love to have a scathing criticism of how the performances were that the bowling team who sent them to bat were more celebrity and how they managed to restrict India, how they managed to restrict their big batters, how they managed not to allow the likes of Pan, Pandya, Buddha, and Surya Kumar and many more not to accept them. And in the last five overs, they only managed to score around 45 to 50 runs, but at the same time, they lost wickets. On the other hand, Sri Lanka and Pakistan start, started chasing and then the bizarre theory that the wicket becomes easier to chase and it's flat and the view comes on, the lights have an effect on how a team chases. I'm not falling into that trap of the pitch thing because I don't really agree with that. But the two fast bowlers Archdeep and Bhumnesh Kumar, they bowled well, but you need some luck. And top edges, inside edges, scoops, the same thing in the hand of the fielder, went for a 4 or a 6, the same thing, which would have gone into an inside edge, went past the inside edge, went past the stumps for a boundary. So that's how things work in this sport. So how would I look at this particular tournament? Yes, you do not reach the final, you are disappointed. The outside noise is also disappointed. It will only increase and let me tell you once this tournament finishes on 11th and by the time the next tournament starts, whatever be that tournament, it is in this interim gap between this tournament and the World Cup, which is at least another 5-6 weeks this particular context exactly at this point 40 days from today the world cup starts and in 40 days a lot of things can happen the selectors can say okay this group of players did well this group of players did not do well despite being given numerous chances so we are going to remove this group of players from the team and add another group of players because most teams have announced their 17-18 players for the World Cup. India is the only team that has not announced its team for the particular World Cup because they are focusing on this tournament. But I don't think a good or bad performance in this tournament affects the performance as far as that tournament is concerned. If that was the case and I can give you a lot of examples. I'm not going there. As I said, this is not the first time an Asian Champions Trophy has been held a month or two before the World Trophy. It has happened before, yet 
performance over there does not affect the performance over there. So I don't think we should be affected by what happens here. Yes, the team management will have a lot of things to look at and will have to be a little scathing and a little harsh on its players that you got a chance why did you play the way you were supposed to play? Play the Rohit ball way. Or play in a manner in which it's smart enough. I don't think the performance or being knocked out of this tournament affects that tournament because they are two different things. Yes, it's a multi-nation event. A lot of things will be similar. You will be part of two groups or two pools. And any slip-up means you could be knocked out in the group stage and other teams would take advantage. So you have 12 teams, 6 teams each in one group and anything is possible in that tournament. But let me tell you something which I told exactly a year ago. The World Cup is going to be affected by rain. No way if it's Australia, if it's November, December. Rain will not not play spoils sport. Rain will definitely affect how the tournament progresses. If it's Australia, if it's New Zealand, if it's England, the World Cup definitely affects the way that the tournament will be played. But it's too early to predict. It could be possible there could be no rains in that tournament. It could go on smoothly. But that's not going to Am I disappointed with the performance? Well, at least you can say that. I didn't think 180 and 175 were poor scores, not in my book. They were good scores. The other team, maybe they were better prepared, they had a bit of luck going their way. And Sri Lanka and Pakistan managed to chase down those two scores, but it's not the end of the world. This is the end of the world and there will be a lot of end of the world and I can give you numerous examples. Will the two bilateral series make a difference? I don't know. Will the question Rohit was called a very tactical and a smart captain? Will they question his team selection and his strategy as far as his captaincy is concerned? That is something we will never know. That's something it will be unknown. Players will be under scrutiny, and let's get into details as to who all will be under scrutiny over the next 10 days until the next tournament starts. Bahul Ishapan will be under the scanner, under fire, because they have not performed up to the levels they are supposed to. Only will be in that 50-50 zone. Bhubneshwar Kumar may be questioned after performing well in game one and giving ones in game in the next couple of games. Who knows what the selectors are looking at. If 
certain team lost, I would be in the position to buy a private plane. So yes, my disappointment makes no difference. What will be the conversation between the court, coach, the cabinet, and certain players? Well, that's a private conversation. Let's leave it to that. Overall, no, I'm not disappointed. You could see a Sri Lanka Pakistan final good enough, but this is a very small, this is a microcosm of what the macrocosm between Ben and tournament finally happened. As I said, this is not the first time the Asian Champions Trophy is being held for the World Trophy, the World Tournament, and if every time started questioning the team tactics in one multi-nation tournament and saying that if they, if they don't perform well here, they are unlikely to perform well there, then what's the point? And I would tell the social media, don't cover the matches. Why are you covering the matches if you're disappointed? You can't be winning all the time. Of course, Another sport, another individual retaining his championship, that's a different story that doesn't happen in this sport. You can't be winning all the time. I'm not saying that they should or they should not. All I'm saying is, it's not as if you haven't seen the team lose before or team win in grand style or team being knocked out of a tournament just before a world tournament, but they perform well in the world tournament. So let's not get too much into such details. Yes, a few players did not perform. It happens because we say if it's a team game, then we should not be affected by who performs, who doesn't perform. But it's not a team game. That's a masquerade. Everyone wants to perform for their own greedy levels. That's how the sport is played. And that's how. That's why we target certain individuals. We don't. Do that in football, if it's still in football, you can, a Messi can get away without scoring a goal, yet his team can win and that's the ultimate goal. Here, if a certain player doesn't perform and the team wins, we will still be scathing of that person's non-performing situation. We'll say he did not perform and did not contribute, why is he there? Or why are we going with certain number of ballers? Or why are we not going with a certain plan? What happened? Why did we leave so many runs? Were the fielding positions not right? Did we get caught up in the emotions? I don't know. I am not in that heat of the moment. So I am not going to question the tactics. I am not going to question who should be there, who should not be there. I don't know what the selectors have in mind when they finally select the 17-18 for the World Cup. Somebody will miss out and they will be disappointed but that's the way things work in this world. Somebody will always miss out. You can perform as much as you want in such multi-nation tournaments. When it will finally come to that tournament, you know what will happen. I don't know what will happen, but you do know a few things as to what exactly can happen in that particular tournament. As far as the Asian Champion Trophy is concerned, it was for me, they had certain plans. If the plans work, okay. If the plans didn't work, I don't think they should be disappointed. They should just move on, okay. That's another chapter closed. Had they done well, had they reached the final, another final reached. 
another time in your brain with such ease and sometimes loss means not a wake up call means okay sometimes we sometimes we allow other countries to win the smaller nations to win let them be happy by winning let's not be so scathing otherwise reaching the finals and winning it is just another day in the office so i don't even in hockey we did not reach the finals of that asian championship trophy no one talked about it we lost 7-2 to australia in the commonwealth games people were scathing about it of course 7-2 to australia was unexpected but they were caught in the moment who knows what will happen when the, when the world tournament finally starts 40 days from today anything is possible in this particular situation Does this tournament affect the plan for that tournament? No. Maybe. Who knows? I can't predict right now. Yes. Some disappointing performances, but that's the way things work. If we expect it to perform in every match, which is also an expectation because we receive a heavy paycheck and the other teams or rounders are able to do the job, question the tactic, the acumen, the short selection, the question a lot. There won't be any easy answer in this situation. So let's not get too much into details because the moment you get into details, it gets even more complicated. Stay tuned for the next episode.